What is going on? Welcome to the show. Today we're looking at some girls basketball playoffs is going on right now. There's some games that'll be going on at Rhode Island College this Saturday starting about noontime. Also, don't forget to get involved in the Peanut Butter Express. Rhode Island High School is collecting peanut butter. The school that collects the most peanut butter will get a banner to hang up at their school. So go to peanutbutterexpress.com or hashtag PBExpress. And also Cliff Nation coming out. We're talking all things related football. We're getting into sportsmanship. Gets a little heated over here. Passion for sports. EWG doing good things. Coach Martin Prout trying to build a football program. Can Prout do it? I'm not sure, but Coach Fulton staying optimistic. Also talking about referees. Why we're losing so many referees, you know, in a seven-year span. Two small counties lost about 700 total. A hundred and some odd coaches, referees, umpires. So that number has to change. Referees need to get younger, so get out there and sign up and learn to be a referee today. But we're going to get into this program. Don't forget, keep listening, keep coming back, and help us continue and support us by making a donation. Send me an email, canwekeepitreal40 at gmail.com. What's going on? It's your boy Mikey, man. Yup, you better never let it go. You only know you only get one shot, man. And one socket. New day going in against Pilgrim. In the Rhode Island at the Scholastic League Division 3 Girls Basketball Tournament. One socket beats Pilgrim 47 to 20. So one socket now advances to the Division 3 final where they will face. Mount Pleasant High School, Saturday at Rhode Island College at 12 o'clock noon. So you don't want to miss that. You better be there. And the Division II Girls Basketball Tournament semifinal results. Classical High School facing off against West Warwick. Classical beats West Warwick by a score of 55-28. to 28. Now Classical advances to the Division II final. Where the Purple will now face Situas Saturday at 2.15 at Rhode Island College. So you definitely want to get to Rhode Island College and definitely support the troops. And in Division II girls basketball semifinal results, Situate and Coventry. Situate beating Coventry 69-39. to Situate will now advance to the Division II Finals where they will play the winner of the Classical West Warwick Saturday at 2.15. Mount Pleasant and Burrowville faced off. Mount Pleasant wins that one 57-38. 
Well, if you've never been to a unified basketball game, check one out this spring. You'll be glad you did. You can go to Rhode Island Interscholastic League for more details. And don't forget, they got the peanut butter challenge, the sixth annual. So join us in the fight against hunger. The Rhode Island Interscholastic League Student Advisory Board invites high schools across Rhode Island to take place in the 6th Annual Peanut Butter Express Challenge. Schools that collect the most will be awarded a banner. For more info, you can go to peanutbutterexpress.com. So keep listening to the Can We Keep It Real podcast. Always we'll have more episodes dropping. your boy Mikey. Talk to you soon. We're back. What's going on? You know, while I was on my break, you know, Coach Fulton decided to call in. You know, what's going on, Coach? How you doing? I'm going good. How's it going, Mike? All right. Not bad. You know, freaking football, you know. I'm sure you've been doing a lot of work, you know. Uh, You're, you know... Coach Martin, you know, um, is he starting to settle in? Yeah, it was. Um, you know, I'm very excited to to bring Josh Martin on to the to the staff. Uh, I think that's going to be a a positive for the program and a positive for for Prout. He brings a ton of experience. He's excited about football and he has a good passion uh, for football. So to see what he's doing already at uh, at Prout, really promoting it. Uh, bringing, you know, just being the face, having somebody actually in the school, so when the kids walk by, you can have a conversation with them. Um, I've reached out to the basketball coach, the hockey coach. I've been promoting a lot on Twitter, and I'm getting a lot of feedback. So um, the other coaches are really helping out by letting their players know that, you know, we're really pushing hard for Proud to have a football program, and they talk to their players their players have reached out to me and uh they've been going to the to the weight room meeting with uh, coach martin so it seems like this year there's a there's a bigger buzz for uh for proud football which is outstanding hey coach um is your school gonna get involved in the um what is it it's the the rhode island at this classic league fight against hunger um, they're inviting high schools across Rhode Island to take part in the 6th Annual Peanut Butter Express Challenge. Schools that collect the most, guess what? You're going to get a banner. You know, but the peanutbutterexpress.com or it's hashtag PPExpress, they say it's actually a, a good foundation, you know, and, it, and they actually raise a lot of peanut butter and they give it to, you know, people that are hungry and need peanut butter. But will your program be, be doing this? Absolutely. Um, I haven't even heard about that, so I'm glad that you brought that to my attention. I'll definitely, you know, you and I will talk more about it, and uh, I'll find a way to sign up my my football program, and that's something we'll definitely be doing. Um, And I'll talk to Josh Martin, and that's something that Prout's definitely going to do also. It kind of will bring all the athletes together, not just with football, but all the other sports. I think will be uh, 
will be included and uh, I'm always interested in helping others. I just actually put it up on my on my Twitter page, um, you know, Can We Keep It Real Podcast or at Mike Rebello one I have the Can We Keep It Real, um, but that one had less followers and this one, and I built more followers up on the at Mikey Rebello, but you could just put Can We Keep It Real Podcast in there and um, so I just put it up on my on my Twitter page, so, um, yeah, I mean, last year, it it was a good thing, and, you know, everybody got, everybody has peanut butter in their house. Yeah, Yeah, um, that's a simple thing to go out and buy, and it's something that will create a bond amongst the team and community, and, uh, I think it's, it's important when you want to do things like this for other people that are outside of, of a normal network. People are in need of stuff, and this is uh, a good way to to help others. So, um, yeah, we'll full, I'll take a look at that. I know that you usually said you posted it up when, when we're done. I'll take a look at that and uh, I'll sign up for it. Because we'll definitely be be interested in doing you know doing that. Yeah, definitely. You know, getting the kids involved in the community is always good, and it's something that the community recognizes. Um, in Westerly last year, um, a lot of the kids on the football team, Veterans Day, they went around hanging flags up. Uh, Coach Miranda made sure that that the Bulldogs were were dressed and in the town parade. I mean, that's one thing I got to say about about Dwayne. You know that he pretty much community was important to the team, and it was important for Dwayne in the beginning. Anyway, that, that's how I felt that it was important for Dwayne. You know, to show the kids that, you know, you got to be part of the community and the football team has to lead by example. Yeah, I think, um, at, you know, the beginning of the school year, it's, it's, it's always football. Football basically sets the tone for the, for the rest of the year. And, you, you know, you're always asking the community for help. So when you have an opportunity to show your appreciation and help back, I, I think that those are the things that you're supposed to do. And, um, you know, I'm glad Dwayne did that over at Westerly. I'm sure um, when I talk to him about, you know, what we're going to be doing for the peanut butter drive, I'm sure that he'll, he'll, be, he'll be interested in doing so. I know he has a different, um, a different path, a different, a, a different process as a administrator now. So that, you know, it's going to be exciting to see, you know, can he promote football over at Pro? And I believe he can, but we'll see. But, um, yeah, community, between community and any sport, I mean, I always say football because I'm a football coach, but in any sport, you know, if the community, if they have your, your back, then, it, you know, it would make sense to show your appreciation and return the favor. I mean, building a program at Pro. That's going to be a challenge. I mean, you're bringing Josh Martin into the program. You know, I think that was that was a good step forward for EWG football as a whole. But Pro is, a, you know, a small school. You know, it's it's Catholic diocese. Not saying that they can't do it. And if anybody's up for the challenge, you know, who knows? Maybe maybe Coach Miranda would be up for that that challenge. But I think it's just going to be tough. Oh, you don't have them type of kids at pro. Not not 30, 40, 50 kids. What it's going to take to build a football team? Not right away. Well, it's gonna like anything else. It's gonna take time. But I think um, bringing excitement to to you know to that school about football 
I, I think is the key right now. Just let's let's gauge the interest. Let's educate and, and let's talk. Just talk football before we we do anything else. That's why uh, we're co-oping with Proud again to give them a helping hand again for the next two years to really give themselves a, a process to to build. Uh, football there, and uh, Josh has been doing good for the for the first week. He's been showing his you know his face into the uh, to the school. He's been talking to the other athletes. We're coming up with different uh, ideas of how to promote football. And like you said before, it, it, it's it's not you know, not a big school, but there's athletes there. And at the end of the day, you know, you if you love football, if you love to compete. You love the challenge. Right now, there's no other challenge out there that can beat being part of building a football program at Proud. So if I'm, you know, if I'm a hockey player, I'm a basketball player, baseball player, which at Proud they have multiple, uh, multiple sport athletes. Adding football should be the biggest challenge. And if I'm a player, you know, I would love to be. You know, at, at the point of, wow, I can be part of building it and have an impact of how football and pro are going to go forward. Because um, at some time, you know, some hopefully at one point that they really build uh, football. It is a private school. And, and there's been some private schools with some success. And if you look at LaSalle, you look at uh, Moses Brown, um, look at Hendrickson. I'm not saying that you know they're going to be like that, but... You know, when you talk about the private diocese and stuff like that, there's there's athletes at Proud. You know, I've I've been in the building. There are dudes. Um, the only thing is, you know, it, football's a little different. Football's a contact sport, and it, you have to compete at every position, at every level. So, if they're up for the challenge, uh, I'm up to the challenge of helping them be successful. Well, in in, in such an era of concussions and everything, and and a lot of talk, you know, some people, not everybody's educated on, on the subject. Are proud parents and proud PTO, uh, are they going to be, are they going to want that? I mean, sometimes, you know, certain parents are more powerful than others. And, you know, I think you might come across the people that want and the want nots, you know. But, you know, enough about proud, really, because I don't want to discourage them and think that they really can't fill the program. I just think that. It's going to be a tough job, but congratulations to Coach Martin. Um, he's he's going to be a great coach at, at EWG. Um, you know, he's your, your number two guy, uh, special teams um, coach. Uh, his father. Yeah, we made him. Coach. Yeah, we made him a special teams coordinator, and um, you know, I think it's important. But to go back to what you just said about the concussions, that's a great point. Um, but remember, concussions are not just football. It's it's every sport, and what we need to do as coaches, whether it's soccer, hockey, lacrosse, lacrosse and all these other sports, all contract sports. So what you do is you learn, you know, coaches have to learn how to coach properly, you know, teach the, the, the correct fundamentals and techniques. There's equipment out there, you know, technology out there that allows all these things to, to happen and to play safe. Um, I've been noticing for the past few years, concussions are getting lower at football because we're getting away from the hard contacts. We're getting to, you know, we're putting a process together of let's teach more 
techniques, proper fundamentals, proper tackling, not only proper tackling, but proper way of being tackled, you know, never leading with your helmet. That's one of the biggest things that's changed in the past 10 years. And the helmets are so much better. The shoulder pads are better. The neck braces are better. So, you know, you're kind of, you know, you're more safe now than you ever were. So I think uh, when it comes to football, um, I, I think the parents love it. I think the kids love it. And, um, you know, Rhode Island is really building football as a whole. So that is a good point, though. I'm glad that you brought that up. Well, and, that is uh, a good time to kind of segue into, you know, one of our sponsors for the show, Emerson Kilgore 401 Flex. Emerson has a new program coming out this April where he's teaching the fundamentals of, of hitting. They wear a soft shell helmet. You know, I think it's more of a 999. But go to 401flex.com. And, you know, Emerson will answer any questions that anybody may have. So I figured we could throw that out there while we were talking about the concussions. But, you know, oh, absolutely. That's, that's, what, that's important. You know, a league like that is important to any, any football program, whether it's Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, California, Florida. It doesn't matter because he's teaching proper techniques and fundamentals before the football season. And, you know, a lot of people look at it and, like, well, you know, it's a flag league or it's this league. No, it's it's teaching proper techniques and fundamentals. I encourage a lot of the kids to go there. And I encourage not only the players, but coaches and parents, because there's nothing better than being educated on something that is so important, such as this. Well, Emerson's getting more youth leagues involved. I think Warwick um, Patriots just got involved, a couple other teams. It's in 31 states. I mean, so... It's big in Texas. Yeah, so shout out to Emerson, you know, uh, anyone that don't know Emerson Kilgore, he pretty much he went to Pilgrim High School and he was like one of the I think he's probably one of the last players that could have went to D one in multiple sports, wrestling. Um, anytime his name is brought up, I mean I have I mentioned his name the other day, and an old-time wrestling coach said, oh, he was a great wrestler at Pilgrim. And I was like, wow, you remember all the wrestlers? And he said, I remember the great ones. And But Emerson, uh, he's someone that told me this. He said, he said, playing at any level after high school is success. You know? Oh, I agree. I agree with that level. 100%. And that stuck with me, you know, um... I don't know if you heard, but the uh, the Central High School basketball coach was in need of a kidney, and guess who gave him a kidney? One of the league's referees. I mean, wow. I, that's a story that you can go on WPRI 12. It's uh, it's part of the Street Stories edition, and um, I'm sure that that that's a great story. You know, um, especially when. Today, I've been talking a lot about officials. We're losing officials by, the numbers are ridiculous. From 2012 to now, you're losing like, they, they in two small counties in New Jersey, you're about at 700 officials through basketball, baseball, you know, all the sports, you know, in that five year, span, seven year span. You know, so you're losing about 100, 150 officials per year. And some officials are saying, dude, when I come off the field, I'm afraid. I need to get escorts to, to my car. 
parents want to crucify me, coaches want to kill me, kids want to villainize me. You know, so we're losing officials. The average age of an official is 41 years old. Not saying that that's old at all. You know, <laughs> but you know, I'm it, a little it's older an alarming. It's an alarming. Um, it's an alarming thing that's happening. Um, and you know, I, I can see both sides, and I understand why. You know, it's it's tough to to be an official today. You know, with the games being so much faster, especially you know football, and I see basketball too. It's just not it's just not one sport uh, specific. You know, these kids are putting a lot of time into it. Some of these parents are paying trainers during the off season to get their kid better to help them. You know, to um, play that sport after I people on the youth um, level football that have quarterback coaches for their kids, and I think that is a little extreme at that level. I think once you get up to high school, you become a sophomore going into your junior year, and you know that's the direction you want to go. But you know, as a junior in Pee Wee or youth football, I mean, that's you know, nine, ten, eleven years old. You know, I think that is a little extreme. But some parents take the game to a whole another level you know you hear f this f that oh not my kid not my kid put my kid in you know and sometimes you know the parents are just trying to friggin you know like the cliche oh yeah what are you trying to live your dream to your kids but some parents just get emotionally into it um i get emotionally over sports but when the coach wasn't wasn't putting my kid in in the beginning, I was like, well, he's the coach. He may know best. I mean, if that's the situation and your kid isn't ready for it, then he can't go in there, you know? But the parents are just getting out of hand with the officials. Calls, you know, officials are not gonna make every call. Well, see that, you know, sometimes you have to be an adult and step back. I mean, I catch myself a lot. You know, I talk to the referees and I apologize to them before the game. And they look at me, I go, if you miss a call, I'm going to get mad. And they laugh. But I, you know, I say it in a joking manner, but, you know, you put a lot of time in you know, a whole week of practice, off season, you break down film, you lift weights. And, you know, you already know going into the game, the calls are going to be missed. I mean, it's the human eye. I get it. I understand it. Um, I don't like it. But when things are obvious and you feel that they should be, you know, they should have been caught, the parents can see it. So the parents get frustrated because they know how much work their kid put into it. So you you, you got to see that side of it, too. But at the end of the day, I mean, you got to show the, the referees the respect because they're out there. You know, doing their job just like you are. And uh, if they miss a call, you know, I know some rest that apologize. Oh, you know, I missed the call. I'm, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, and, and I get it. You know, it's I was out of position. I talked to the other coach and I mean the other referee, and you know, I, I missed it. Or hey, I didn't see it. And that's that's unacceptable to hear. But that's the reality of it. And you know, it's happened to me plenty of times. And I didn't see it. I'm like, but I saw it. Everybody saw it. And he's like, but I didn't see it, so I can't call it. And, you know, and that goes back to the shortage of referees because normally you should have more referees at a football game. But because there's not as many refs as we should have, we have to take less. So things are going to be missed. Yeah, so it kind of it kind of go hand in hand. You're right. Games get canceled now. You know, we need to get, you know, freshmen. We just have freshmen, JV, varsity. You know, but uh, maybe things will change. So if you want to be a referee, you know what? Stop, stop complaining about what the refs are doing. Step up, 
contact someone with the league and you be a referee. We need more referees. Come on, we got plenty of people around the sports, you know, join and be a referee. You know, speaking about that, Unified Sports is about to kick off. Johnston High School kicked off um, a, a unified game this week with Pilgrim. And um, I'm noticing a lot of schools, you know, getting into the unified, um, you know, sports. So I'll tell you what, any school out there that has players that, that sign up for unified sports, I want to give away a brand new BMX bicycle to one of them players. So one of your players, any school out there signs up for Unified Sports. Let's get together. Get me their, their names or, or something or notify me and I'll give one of them players a brand new BMX bicycle. I mean, because Unified, watching them, some of them kids play, you know, with the Special Olympics. And, and now don't get it twisted. A lot of people think Unified Sports means that, you know, it's to the worst degree of people like that are in the Special Olympics. But, you know, there's, I see a lot of kids volunteering to play in unified sports just to play with the kids, you know. So, you know, volunteer. If you're a senior, go play unified basketball this year. Go play unified volleyball, you know. Some of these kids, you'll put a smile on some of the unified, you know, athletes that we have in the state. And it's real special because... They're people just like us. So I want to give a bicycle to one of them unified players. So spread the word. Anybody that, that signs up for unified sports, I'm going to give That's one That's great to hear, Mikey. Good job. You know, well, I want to give back, Coach. You know what I mean? Like, one of the greatest... You always give back. You're always doing stuff for, for all sports, not just football. You do stuff for, from what I heard, you've done stuff for baseball, you do stuff for basketball, you've done stuff for football, you've done stuff for golf. So, you know, you, you always give back to the community, and that's why I love coming on your show. Um, well, really, you're doing great things I here in Rhode Island. that. You know, like, when I heard the other day, you know, um, I want to say it was a Pilgrim coach or somebody said, it's a shame, we won, we won a Super Bowl and we can't even get the town to buy us a dumbbell. And and I'm like, so I reached out to Coach Blake and I said, you know what, I might be able to get you something. And it kind of fell through. So I went out to Dick's Sporting Goods the other day. And this is kind of making my first announcement of this. And I bought Pilgrim like four sets of dumbbells for, for their team so they could put in their gym because it's not right that they don't have no dumbbells or they don't have proper weight equipment. I mean, come on. This team, like, they won a Super Bowl. They marched all the way to Town Hall. The mayor just BSs them. You know, I'm sorry, but I just get upset over that subject, you know, because we need sports. We need, and it's more about football. It's about bands. It's about cheerleading. It's about the chess club, the soccer club, the, the knitting club, whatever it is, because they are all whipped into the same thing. Why are we not supporting these programs and it just it just burns me up coach i'm sorry <laughs> I, I listen I, I get it you know it's and that's where boosters you know really help i have an incredible booster um and i've already told them you know hey going forward if a you know if the football team ever wins the state championship we have to prepare to make sure that we are able to give them championship rings that's that's what you do or hey you know make sure that we do fundraisers as boosters and get everybody together all different sports to help with fundraising so one of these teams need stuff 
you know, we can go to the booster and say, hey, listen, we, we need a couple of, a, a few hundred, a few hundred dollars or a couple thousand dollars to buy some equipment because the schools can't always do it. You know, there's, there's a certain budget that they're going to stay in and, you know, and I get it. So you have to do some fundraising, but you know, you're going to prepare for that. You're going to, you know, you have to make sure that, you know, the financial stuff is taken care of. And I learned that a long time ago and actually being a, a new head coach last year, I figured that out really quickly, and um, you need a strong booster to help you. That's on board. So that's what we're trying to do. Uh, with, you know, we're trying to build our booster up. We have a golf tournament coming out on uh, May 31st. So um, if you're interested in that, contact me. Uh, but you know, all schools should be doing that. That's how you build a better athletic program. The school can only do so much, but fundraising really, really helps out. It's helped us out a lot, and, uh, you know, every school should do it. Yeah, I'm actually helping sponsoring your golf tournament, you know, so I do what yeah, I can, put, and I don't yeah. have a lot, Coach. You know, a lot of this stuff, you know, I get, you know, I work and stuff, and I got a family, and, you know, I don't have a lot, and I, you know, and I'm always trying to help these leagues. I I do the announcing at a, at a, at a peewee league during the uh, season. I... I did the live streams last season for Wesley High School, bringing like five to ten thousand views per game. You know, I mean, it's it's not about it's definitely not about me. You know, because I don't make any any money doing this, and any money that I do have, it goes either to buying new equipment, you know, trying to upgrade something, you know, trying to, you know, if a if a player can't make his payments for the for a week or something, and I can help him out. If he don't have medical and he needs the 200 bucks that the schools charge, you know, for him to play football for the season, you know, if I could do stuff like that, you know, but I can't do it without without help. I can't do it without people making them donations, whether they're anonymous or whether they're in cash or whether they're in, you know, whatever it is, you know. I want to help these kids get a better life for, for themselves. I didn't have no one helping me when I was a kid. And when they were helping you, they were trying to hurt you or manipulate you or get something out of you. So I want to be Listen, able to help these kids. That's, that's the biggest thing is, you know, giving back. And uh, you did. You, you gave us um, a brand new golf, not only a bag, but clubs. And, you know, we were very appreciative when I brought that to my boosters. They, they were excited. And that's, you know, that's the human element of all this, you know. You're doing a great show. You're doing great things for for Rhode Island in sports. You're not just one sport specific. You you actually cover a lot of the sports, and you do a lot for the community. So when when your new shows come up, my kids absolutely love it. The parents like listening to it. So you know whoever is listening, you know to this to this podcast, absolutely. Whether you you donate five dollars, ten dollars, a thousand dollars, it really does truly go back to all communities, not just uh, a specific community. Uh, you're, you're from Providence to Washington County. I mean, you you're covering everything and you're helping everybody as much as you can. And yeah, uh, you know, me personally, in my program, we do appreciate everything that you do for Rhode Island. It's not just about my school, you know, it's not just about my kids' school or, you know, other schools, you know, I talk about it, it all and, and I enjoy it and I'm meeting a lot of people, but um, this is where we got to cut this short, Coach, um, I got things that I got to, you know, work on, try to pay the bills, but um, I'll definitely talk to you soon 
And uh, my boss, my producer, you know, my wife, Christine Ravel, does a great job, you know, so she has to get this all edited and get it uploaded, but I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for coming on, and, um, you know, good luck, EWG football. You know, you guys got, you know, new things coming, new coaches, new weights coming in, new players coming in, you know, and a new state championship trophy coming in, so good luck, EWG. I appreciate you having me. Thanks, Mikey. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Well, that was Coach Fortin. You know, great, great guy. I appreciate him coming on the show. But if you want to come on, talk some passionate sports, come on. It's your boy, Mikey. Can we keep it real? 40 at gmail.com. We'll end this with a little mass of men. That's Massive Man, his song Brave. You can check it out over on YouTube. He actually has a concert coming up this Friday over at the Phoenix, right over the Wesley Line in Stonington. You can still get tickets. Get over there to the Phoenix Lounge. Massive Man, you can check him out on Facebook. It's your boy, Mikey. Anchor FM, can we keep it real? Go to YouTube, check out Mass of Man, and check out his content this Friday night. It's your boy Mikey. We out.